Welcome back to License to Spiel. I'm Carl Wonders. And I'm Thad Haight. So today we're continuing our journey through the Bourne series with that odd film, The Bourne Legacy, the the one without Jason Bourne. So it is the one without Jason Bourne, but I will have to be sure after I've watched the the fifth one again for the first time mm-hmm. since the theater, but I'm pretty sure it is not my least favorite of the five. No. As I recall, uh, the fifth one is not very good. Right. <laughs> and I recalled almost nothing about this one. It's been, you know, since it came out in the theater that uh, since I saw it. And honestly, I think I remembered a little more of this one than I do about the fifth one. I don't remember anything from the fifth one, except <laughs> there's a the very end. There's a scene on a park bench, I think. Maybe. Could be. This one, I remembered um not much i remembered a car chase at the end and i mm-hmm. remembered um and i remembered jeremy renner looking up in his bunk and seeing jason Bourne's name carved in the wood yes and those things did happen <laughs> so yeah i remembered jeremy renner was in it <laughs> which isn't hard <laughs> uh edward norton and oh Rachel i did Weiss, not remember but... edward norton <laughs> he didn't need to be in this but we'll get to that uh there's a there's a lot of people a lot of recognizable people mm-hmm. in this movie uh, that I didn't remember were in it. If if you could see my notes, the first like five of them are all I didn't remember that X name was in this movie. Because we kind of we go through a lot of them at the beginning. And I have basically the same comment, but mine is just this movie is full of that guys. Yep. As usual, you have about. I have 10 percent of the number of notes that I have. I have five in- notes. Yes, you do. They're all important notes. I don't think I have 50 notes. No, I don't have 50 notes. <laughs> not quite that many. They are excellent points that, you, that you're making here. But yeah, so The Bourne Legacy came out in 2012. It is the... This is the one that Tony Gilroy essentially did everything on. He mm-hmm. co-wrote... Well, he came up with the story, he co-wrote the screenplay, and he directed the film. And uh, it's a sort of tangential film i guess you could say to the born series sort of like what happened after the born ultimatum i guess but is tony gilroy i don't know if i've seen any other tony gilroy films but uh mm-hmm. is he uh does he commonly use i guess what i'd call the reverse michael bay filter in <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> everything is blue instead of everything being uh, brown <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good question i i don't know because Michael I mean, Bay always does everything brown. That's why I was, yeah. Yeah, so he's only directed three movies. Okay. To my knowledge, he directed Michael Clayton, which I don't recall being exceedingly blue. I haven't I also seen it. Haven't That's seen the it George Clooney movie, right? Yep. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's, it's quite good. Uh, he directed Duplicity in 2009. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Duplicity? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fun corporate espionage movie with um, Clive Owen and Julia Roberts. Are you uh, are is that really what the movie's about or are you being duplicitous right now? Well, I can't say anything anything more. But it it's not as good as Michael Clayton. It's not as good as this movie. I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about this movie. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy duplicity for being silly. That is the point of this silly. podcast. So yes, to talk about That is about the point this of this. Movie. Yes, we will talk about this. And we tend to talk about a lot of other things too. I I just find it amusing that I I was looking up the movie on IMDb and they show the the trailer uh, or not the well, they do show the trailer. They show the poster for the Born Legacy, and Joan Allen's name is on the poster when she shows up for about thirty seconds <laughs> in this movie. Uh, so well done, 
agent of Joan Allen for for that coup. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, who all is named on the poster? So Jeremy Renner, Rachel Weiss, Edward Norton, Albert Finney, and Joan Allen. Albert Finney is barely in this movie. At least he dies at the end. Like, you know, the character dies at one point. Yeah, but um, like there are other people that are in this movie more. Oscar Isaac is in this movie more he than is. either Joan Allen or Albert Finney. Yeah, but Joan, I don't think Oscar Isaac was getting his name on posters. No, this was pre-Star 2012. Wars. 2012. Yeah. No, and that's actually a thing when I was watching it. I forgot that Oscar Isaac was in this <laughs> because, and I'm pretty sure the reason I forgot is that I never knew Oscar Isaac was in this because I didn't know who Oscar Isaac was right. when I watched this movie. <laughs> right, right. Because you certainly recognize him as Oscar Isaac in this movie. It's <laughs> yes. It's not like Nathan from Ex Machina when he looks nothing like you're used to him him looking sure. or acting like, you know, so this is just straight up Oscar Isaac showing up in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm this is almost certainly the first thing I ever saw him in. And like, I didn't know who he was. It was just, oh, it, I, I it, you know, we're watching this movie in the theater. It was just that character played by an actor I don't recognize. Mm hmm. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's always a fun thing to go back and rewatch a movie that you saw years ago and realize who this who a character is, who an actor is, because yeah. you didn't know then, but do now. Like Carl Urban from the second one. Who, <laughs> yes. You know, we've talked about already a few times. Uh. Yeah, but at least in that case, that movie, um, the two towers had already come out at that point, right? Yes, that's true. So, like, yeah. Carl Urban was not a household name, but he was at least known. Mm hmm. That's a good point. I think it, like I said, I hadn't remembered much about it. I, I, I found it entertaining. I, I'm less it's convinced long. that it's necessary now. It's, yeah, it's, it's long and then it just stops. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, we, I would say there's at least 30 to 45 minutes of setup in this movie. Yes. And then the actual movie itself takes place in like an hour. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like we get either a cute or annoying homage to the old born films of seeing a guy floating in the water at the very beginning. Uh, I can't decide whether I think it's cute or annoying. Uh, I like that. And it turns out that Jeremy Renner is doing all sorts of weird wilderness stuff. Uh the Special Operations Group training site in Alaska. Which doesn't seem like much of a training site because he's the only one there, but we'll get anyway. Yeah, well, I guess like they drop him to the wilderness and give him a map and say, you got to do all these things in the wilderness. Yep. Got to go dive down into this very cold pool of water and retrieve a thing. He spends an inordinate amount of time just kind of doing stuff in the woods in this movie. The beginning. Yes. I'm being chased by wolves. Or trapped. Yeah, the wolf by wrestling wolves. is interesting. <laughs> Literal wolf whistling. <laughs> Literal wolf wrestling. Oh wolf, yeah. wolf wrestling, yes, not wolf whistling. Yeah. Well he yeah, he kinda does that too, but I was most impressed when he jumped from one mountain to the other. Yeah, that was pretty uh pretty cool, if not believable. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's you know, Whatever this new program is, that's not Blackbriar outcome. Yes, we're getting less creative names here. He has special um, he has special physical abilities that were originally part of a pill, but has now been put into his body 
permanently somehow. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, all I have on that is that my notes say that cellular tempo sounds like bullshit. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not an expert in some of this in any of this stuff, but it sounds what I do know about it. There's a scene. There's a big info dump scene in the car later. And I think Rachel Weiss says enough stuff that is at least semi real that it makes the rest of it sound good, even if it's completely made up and bullshit. Right. So we get a scene here with Scott Glenn comes back from last movie meeting with yet another like layer of the onion guy, I guess. Um, <laughs> played by Stacy Keach, Mike Hammer from the TV show from way back in the day. <laughs> You never watched those? No. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I noticed you had written down Stacy Keach's name, and like I'm aware that Stacy Keach is a person because it's an interesting <laughs> name that like you know sticks in your yep. head. But like, yep, <laughs> I couldn't have named a single role. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's a no, that he's... guy. He's definitely been in things. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. But I mostly remember him from the, I guess it was the '80s, the my camera TV show. Nope know nothing about my camera okay he goes and we stop edward norton running in the rain uh so i guess something's gonna happen there and the first of many cutbacks to cuts back to uh jeremy renner with his map now that he got out of the water <laughs> he has his list of stuff he has to do he's taking his little blue and green pills that are somewhat mysterious right now so yeah, there, yeah you mentioned the, the whole thing about how he doesn't need to take the green pills anymore. Yeah. And then there's a question about why is he still taking the green pills that never gets out that they never answer that question. I as think far as like I they did. They never. Is it placebo? Like, yeah, I think it's it's because they didn't they did it as an experiment. And then they to they did the, the like viraling them out as an experiment. And they didn't, I guess, want to tell them that they had done that experiment on them. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that IRBs would have problems with. <laughs> in, in this so yeah edward norton can gets his group of that guys and and that that gals together i guess because <laughs> everyone at this table pretty much is a is a recognizable face yeah um i don't think cory stole was known at this point either uh so yeah this would have been before um house of cards i remember for, yeah i was gonna say i remember him from house of that's, cards i think that's when i first remember first seeing I saw. him in something yeah Obviously, I saw uh, him in this first, but, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> like Oscar Isaac, it didn't make an impression. Right. right. <laughs> well, he has kind of a nothing part here. Right. Just an analyst guy. Donna Murphy, best known for Star Trek Insurrection, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yes, that is her up. most most Donna Murphy, most famously known <laughs> by people other than us for Star Trek Insurrection. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is what I know her best from. <laughs> not her various Tony Award. Yeah, not, not uh, her Broadway career or anything uh, like that. <laughs> I had to work in a Star Trek reference somehow. I just watched her uh, this this evening in uh, in uh, the Gilded Age in HBO. Oh, was she on that? I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. The show I have not started to watch yet. I don't I don't know what to say about this beginning of the movie. It's just 
essentially showing that there are other people behind the scenes of the stuff we already saw. Yes. And then shots of Jeremy Renner doing wilderness stuff. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's all there to... Yeah, I, I suppose it's to introduce us to Jeremy Renner's character, but I <laughs> feel like they could have... I guess to give us an idea of the kind of guy he is, that he goes over the mountain when he drops his pills instead of... As it gives us yeah. an insight into him, but it also like drives home to us how important the pills are. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like they could have done the setup without as much of this setup. In a weird way, I think that this works. This would you could cut out a lot of this simply because through cultural osmosis, we know more about Jeremy Renner. And this just seems like something that Jeremy <laughs> Renner in real life would be doing, uh, you know, like. Uh, here's Rachel Weiss uh, doing sciencey things in this lab that we assume is connected to the pills because of that very obvious dissolve from the pills to the logo of the company right. that she's working for. Here's Jelko Vanek, who always is plays a sinister that guy. Yes, he's very uh, good at it. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I think I remember him uh, most actually from uh, Madam Secretary, where he's not actually all that sinister. Mm mm. No, but in most of his other roles, he's a sinister that guy. Yeah, but and he's yes, he's a very creepy guy in this one. Mm -hmm. And he's even slightly normal at the beginning here, doing some kind of weird uh, physical on this guy who shows up again. We're not we don't know what's going on, but we like I immediately assumed, you know, he's connected to Jeremy Renner in some way. Mm -hmm. Plus, he has the same pillbox around his neck. So that's a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, it's a sign. Yeah, no, I assumed, yeah, he was just, he was another one of the agents. Mm -hmm. You said there's, what, six or something like that? There are six, yes. Yeah. And we do end up seeing all six. Oh, do we? Okay. My note about six agents, we've only seen five, was before they activated the sixth agent to kill. Oh, the, the Larks guy? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he was the sixth agent, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because this guy that we see in in here, we see him die later. He's the one that mm -hmm. dies on the dock. Yep. And, that's, and then Oscar Isaacs is Oscar Isaacs is uh, uh, Oscar Isaac is killed by, you know, the drone strike. There's the woman on the Japanese subway. Yep. So that's that's three of them. Then there's mm -hmm. Jason Bourne. <laughs> right. And then um, how, how many things was Jason Bourne connected to? <laughs> like, I thought it was just Treadstone, and now all of a sudden yeah. it's Brackbriar and Outcome. Yeah, I and mean... then, of course, there's, uh, and then Jeremy Renner, and then finally there's the guy that that's sent to kill him. Yep. I assume, unless I'm forgetting another one. But I think that's... I don't think so. I believe that's all of them. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll catch another one. Because at one point, and... when, they say, when they tell us that there are six agents, I'm like, I'm like counting in my head, and I can only think of five. Yeah. <laughs> And that's yeah, I, I, I I'm assuming the, the last guy they were keeping alive for some reason because he was special compared to the others, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then we get now we get the scene where he jumps from a mountain to a mountain. Yep. Yep. And then climbs up a cliff. Mm hmm. How is this faster? If you look at that mountain as they pan out away from it, there's like the not cliff part down below that he could have walked around. Yeah. This looks better. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sure it looks better for the for the movie but i'm like if we're just thinking about him being like trying to like get around as fast as possible i i feel like this isn't actually the fastest way i wouldn't think so because yeah he's climbing this peak but like if you look you can clearly see when it zoom as it's zooming in you can clearly see that this is a separate peak from the one like next to it but they both come up out of the same mountaintop so like he should just be walking through the snow down below well i mean oscar isaacs makes that point later yeah when he's like, no, what you beat my record. No one ever comes over the mountain. Well, in that, <laughs> like, ca- well, yes, but that was because like that was th- to save time so that he could get his pills. But like I'm saying mm-hmm. specifically this little outcropping, this little rocky oh, thing yeah, he's okay. climbing yeah. in this one scene makes no sense. Right. <laughs> so, sorry, I don't mean going over the mountain at, in general. I mean, uh, if you look at the scene where he's climbing straight up the rock face, mm-hmm. there is no reason to be doing that. Because it's like, yeah, 50 feet below him is uh, more is a more gentle incline that he could just be using to walk around that rocky outcropping that he's climbing straight up. <laughs> I got nothing other than it's more cinematic to do it the hard way, I guess, you know. <laughs> so then we're back in the CIA watching watching YouTube. Yep. That must have been some serious product placement in 2012. Like, I mean, YouTube obviously had been around for a while, but I don't think YouTube was yet what it is now. No, but YouTube was pretty much the only place you would find videos like true back then. I mean, it still is, to be fair, but right. uh, (laughs) Like even more so back then. Yeah. He wasn't going to say Vimeo. Found it on Vine. I don't know if this actually would have been. Yeah, this would have been the heyday of Vine, I think. Yeah. But it was longer than, what, nine seconds or whatever right. Vine limited you to, so... <laughs> Vine burned too brightly and too briefly. Like, it... Yeah. Vine would have taken off today. Oh, yeah. Because look at TikTok and YouTube Shorts and all the mm-hmm. Instagram Reels and whatever Facebook calls them. I think Facebook also calls them Reels. Uh, I My biggest beef with that is that it's standardizing vertical video. Which I just, hate that, yes. Ugh. I also yeah. hate anyway, that all <laughs> of them, like seem to think that you never want to just watch the video. You cannot like hide the text describing the video at the bottom. You. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Also, it terrifies me that Gen Z, uh, the various articles say that Gen Z uses TikTok as for like gathering information. Like if they want to research something, they'll look up TikToks. Yeah. I mean, come on, use Wikipedia. Use a reasonable source. I'm not out of touch. The children are wrong, okay? Yeah, yeah. No, they are. <laughs> I'm the crutchy old guy that would be like, use Encyclopedia Britannica, damn it. <laughs> My family had a Funkin' Wagnalls. Nice. The other one. <laughs> well, there was also a World Book. And... Oh, yeah, I, yeah, that's right, World Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there was, uh, there was another one. can't remember. Funkin' Wagnalls had the best name, though. Yes. So that immediately made it better. I want to say there was another like famous encyclopedia name other than Funkin' Wagnall's World Book and Britannica. Like there's a there was one more. I don't think Encarta ever had books. I think that was only ever on CD-ROM. No, that was only on CD-ROM. And that thing blew me away. Oh, yeah. We got our first computer or our first computer with a CD-ROM drive. Yeah, because it had like little video files and everything. Yeah. Awesome. I actually had the James Bond encyclopedia on a. CD-ROM. I had the Star Trek Omnipedia. 
I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we run into Oscar Isaacs, who's hiding up in a tree. Isn't it Oscar Isaac? Is there an S? I think it is Oscar Isaac. You're right. Yep. No, no plural. Just one. Just one Oscar. One Isaac, I should say. (laughs) Just one Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar Isaac is hanging out in the tree, and I like Jeremy Renner walks by and he says, don't even pretend like you don't know I'm up here. Well, I think he says he's like, are you going to just going to pre- are you, are you going to just oh, yeah. Are you going to pretend that you don't that you don't know I'm up here? Yeah. He says uh, something like I, I was being polite or something like that. Yeah. I appreciate that they're setting up this expectation that they're going to end up trying to kill each other because of every other born movie. Mm-hmm. And that's not what happens here. Yeah. Jeremy Renner needs his help because he lost his pills. It's like this weird scavenger hunt thing going on. But thankfully, he he does have pills to give him. Yes. And he's not even going to write it up. Yeah, and they've got a whole conversation that, like, is making Oscar Isaac uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I like his sweater. Okay. Like, I like the cable knit sweater that he's wearing. All right. Looks comfortable. It does. I think that cabin would probably be more comfortable if it were insulated probably like it's alaska it gets cold why do you not have an interior wall with insulation between it and the exterior wall because <laughs> it's it's rustic my house in pennsylvania has insulation <laughs> well, he's got that wood-burning stove going i mean that's also not an efficient way to heat a house but you know it is not but yes, it's just it's how they do things in rustic cabins. You're right. So, yeah, they're uh, sending a drone to take out two birds with one stone. Apparently, because they're just trying to shut this program down. Yes, because since Jason Bourne leaked all the information, they're figuring it's only a matter of time until these guys are uh, these guys are discovered by. Yeah insert person here well so that's what i don't quite get because then you get you get this and then they're going to shut this program down but then we find out they have a yet another one like more secret program (laughs) going on the secret programs all the way down stacy keach doesn't even know about so it's like how many onion layers are there here infinite infinite onion uh, we're we're eventually gonna get Jason Bourne six, and it'll be yet another program. <laughs> I mean, probably not. I think at this point the franchise is over. I really hope so. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of other novels, but this one is even consistent. based on a novel. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm. Uh, this is just articles speculating on whether or not there will be another Bourne, but. <laughs> If Paul Greengrass needs more money, I guess. Yeah, uh, basically there's... Yeah, there has never been any specific uh, evidence that a sixth-born film is going to be made. Okay. Because Paul Greengrass has said he does not want to do another one. And Matt Damon has in the past said he did not want to do one without Paul Greengrass, which is why he's not in this one. Ah, interesting. So... It is highly unlikely that there will be another Bourne movie unless they recast Bourne. There's precedent for that, too. <laughs> they'll make a they'll make a disappointing uh, and entri- they'll make a disappointing reboot entry starring Chris Pine. <laughs> like, that's I, I guess that's a possibility. 
<laughs> I think he's, he might be too I old. I think now. he's too old at this point. <laughs> Should we watch those Good. movies for this podcast? Actually, I was just the, hmm. the Jack Ryan movies, not the Star Trek reboot movies. Yeah, no, I, I figured as much. <laughs> Star Trek ones weren't well. Two out of three weren't disappointing. No, he's a spy ish. He is a spy. spy well, he's not supposed. He's not supposed to be. He's an analyst. That's the problem. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and what's wild to me is that they've done so many movies, but they but they have they haven't like in the the books span like his entire life and like mm-hmm. go like law like go into when he's president and whatnot and but they've never tried right. to do that in the movies. I think that was Air Force One. I guess technically. Was that really? Was that actually based on? <laughs> no, but no, but I mean, he had already been Jack Ryan twice. That's true. So let's be honest. The Harrison Ford Jack Ryans were the most disappointing. No, the Chris, the Chris Pine was the most disappointing, <laughs> but yes. the Harrison Ford ones weren't super great. I actually enjoyed the Ben Affleck one, though. It wasn't bad. Yeah. And I thought John Krasinski was a perfectly good choice to play him in the TV show. It was just a dumb TV show. I only cared for Wendell Pierce in the TV show. Well, yes, but that's because it's Wendell Pierce yeah. and Wendell Pierce is awesome. Sure. Anyway, this movie, uh, there's that weird scene where they're sitting around and Jeremy Renner, he's asking questions and Oscar Isaac says, you're asking too many questions. And then they, they're both acting like they don't quite know why the other person's there. Yes. And they're, and this is when they keep, Talking about the wolves again. Mm-hmm. And Oscar Isaac t- basically tells him to go away at the end here. It's a good thing he leaves. It is very much a good thing he leaves. Because <laughs> this cabin's about to get blown up. It's a shame that Oscar Isaac dies because they like had their like they, they had their plan where they're going to like try to figure out what's happening. And then boom. Yep. Uh, but before he leaves, he goes and sleeps in that bunk that has Jason Bourne's name carved in it. Mm-hmm. Jason Bourne. Matt Billups. <laughs> That's what, that's what the next movie is going to be about. <laughs> the Billups identity. There you go. <laughs> Starring Paul Shear, of course. Do you um, figure Lee Mae Wallace is the woman we see in the next scene die? That would make sense. Okay, we don't see her die in the next scene. We see her getting the poison drugs in the next scene. Yes, yes. She'll die soon. Yes. There's the rebranded Silver Diner. <laughs> That nobody is eating at. Except Edward Norton and the general. Yes. The general's like, why are you killing off all these agents? We're using them. Which is a very <laughs> good point. It's a very good point that he's making here. <laughs> but if we didn't kill them off, there would be no movie general. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, hold on. No, Jason Bourne wasn't outcome. Jason Bourne was... Blackbriar. Yes. Uh, cause we just see the, 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 if Jason Bourne was one of the six, then we just, then there's also, then I forgot about this guy who's number seven that also dies. <laughs> <laughs> right. The guy in, um, the guy in Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jason Bourne was not outcome. He was Blackbriar, but outcome was the, yeah. And they say that at the beginning is like, they'll find out about outcome because it's related to, yeah. Because Hirsch and them were involved in it. Right. In some ways. Yeah. But yeah, like to the to the general's point, you finally get this guy embedded in Pakistan and then you're going to kill him. Yep. Poison pills. 
Yep, we see the guy who had come in for his physical. Mm-hmm. He's dead. The guy in Pakistan's dead. The woman in Korea. I'm sorry, it was Korea, not Japan. Uh, mm-hmm. is dead. Yeah, I guess it would have been too suspicious for them to send a nut to send a drone with a delivery saying take these pills instead of the other ones you already have for these two. Which is why they <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> which is why they send the drone to blow them up. These are pretty fast acting pills. Yeah. So the the drone drone does blow up the the cabin with Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. I we should probably use the character's actual name instead of just calling him. But now I need to look up what his actual name is. Aaron Cross. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably say Aaron Cross instead Aaron of Cr- Jeremy yeah. Renner every time. <laughs> Jeremy Renner, yeah. <laughs> Oscar Isaac doesn't have a name as far as I'm aware. It's just like outcome number five or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I don't believe Oscar Isaac is ever named. He's number three, by the way. Oh, Oscar Isaac is number three. Sorry. Yeah, the the um the guy from the guy who visited the lab was number six. Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac was number three. I don't know if the other ones were specifically numbered. They probably are in the credits, but Jeremy Renner has really good aim. <laughs> well, I mean, they come. He's an outcome guy. Yeah. That probably. Comes... I mean, he shoots. He shoots down a drone with a rifle. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's because he's a super soldier. Okay. <laughs> I like. I. I. I there's. I mean, there's a lot of smarts here. He covers his chip with a with a metal pan. Yeah, I like that. I mean, oh. I'm not sure how well that would work because, like, it can go it, out. It would the other go way. out the other side of his body, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would think. <laughs> Unless he's got like an adamantium skeleton, like Wolverine or something. No, we already know Hawkeye does not have anything special about him because he's Hawkeye. <laughs> You've seen the uh, the Tonight Show musical number, right? No, I that don't think so. Jeremy Renner does about Hawkeye. Yeah, okay. I can do so much more than just archery. I'm serious, guys. I've got a collection of scars and berets. I play trombone in a Got to second base on my Tinder date, and my cat has got its own Instagram. Tell you now, I kick ass at Mario Kart. This year, I played an extra in Poplart. I can open a pickle jar The freaking Hawkeye Maybe I'm as super as they are So maybe I still haven't lost my virginity But when I bowl, I always score at least 70 after six beers did you watch the tv the hawkeye show from the other year i did yeah i still want to know what the usb arrow does 
Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I I thought it was quite interesting. I just wish, like with most Marvel properties, they didn't abandon the premise just to try to set up something else in the last episode or two. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm all for seeing Vincent D'Onofrio and things, mm-hmm. and I think he does a good job, but he's just like, oh, we're going to have a brand new bad guy at the very end of the show. But on the whole, I liked it. Yeah, but that was that was to tie into Daredevil. But yes, sure. Yeah. Uh, I I really liked um, what's his name the the guy who was also in Better Call Saul. Oh, the guy who plays like the boyfriend. Yeah, he plays the mother's boyfriend of Haley Seinfeld's mom. Okay, yeah. Yeah, wasn't he in Better Call Saul? Wasn't he? Yeah, he was the bad guy in yep. Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I haven't watched. But... Tony. Do- oh, okay. That's why you didn't know. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Tony Dalton, that's the actor. Yeah. You should watch Better Call Saul. Yeah, I know. I It's on my list. Oh, here's Chekhov's wolves. <laughs> well, they've been following him, you see. They have been. They apparently went over the mountain with him. Yep. It's a good thing. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, but unfortunately, all the drugs got destroyed. Oh, no. He has, like, some green dust left, I think, and that's about it. But he remembers the doctor that he's... That he visited for his checkup. Mm hmm. So she might have pills in her fancy house that she's apparently fixing up. It looks like the Bates house from <laughs> Psycho to me. It's a nice house, though. I like it. It is a nice house on the inside. Yeah. I mean, I, I it has good bones. I like it on the I like how it could yeah. look on the outside once it's fixed up. But I, I, I like old houses, which is why I have I have one that's falling apart around me. <laughs> so maybe I missed something because. Again, not having watched this more than one or two times. Mm-hmm. Do we know why Joko Ivanik shoots up everybody? I assume he was paid to do he was paid to do so. Okay. By the as part of the cleanup of this whole thing. Mm. And they were probably going to kill him too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I assumed this was part of the whole process. Was like he was he he was paid to to kill all the all the scientists so none of them could talk and it would tie up the loose ends. Okay. But they don't say that. I guess it could also no. just be that he decided to be creepy. Well, I mean that's they don't they don't actually give you any explanation for why. Well, he does any yeah, of this stuff. But like the fact that the fact that um they sent assassins after Rachel Weiss after it. Mm-hmm. I think show shows that they were that they, that it was a planned operation that they were going they were planning to kill all the scientists. Yeah, because if not, if it was just him deciding to kill all of the people at his workplace, then why would they try to assassinate Rachel Weiss? True. Who's also has a character name that I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <I've... laughs> Marta Shearing. Yeah. There you go. This tells you how invested we are in this movie. Sure. And it's not a terrible movie, but it it's not a no. great movie either. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of setup to like this is kind of the start of the movie when they start taking out all these people. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were watching. This is a Wilderness. weird scene to have 45 minutes into the movie. And I think part of the problem in retrospect is the only explanation you get for any of this comes from two assassins who you don't realize are assassins until yeah. later. Uh, 
because at one point, uh, President Keen, who's that's the only thing I can think of to refer to her, because I don't even remember the actor's name um, <laughs> from from Homeland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she she does say this stuff about how, you know, he had like clothing and he had kind of a shrine to Rachel Weiss. But I don't know if any of that is true. I don't think any I, of that I was doubt, true. I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think so. This is also a rather uncomfortable scene to watch, given things that have been happening. Elizabeth Marvel <laughs> is the actress. Uh, the, okay. The Her ostensible name was Dr. Connie Dowd, but that's probably not her real name. The character's real I think, name. Well, th- well, they call her Connie a few times, I think. Oh, okay. The, the, the people in the, mm-hmm. that are on her team call her Connie, so that's probably a real name. This, the doctor part's made up, I'm guessing. But yes, she was also in Homeland. Yeah. Homeland should not have run as long as it did. <laughs> yeah, so Aaron steals a plane. Yep. He can fly a plane. I, Presumably honestly, landed, unlike... the fact that he can fly and land a plane is like the least impressive of the things he does in this movie. It is. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's something that lots of people can do. I can't. I mean... I probably could if I wanted to. Of all the things that, that these people do in this movie or in movies like this, flying a plane is something I potentially could learn. How right. To. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could <laughs> learn to fly a plane if I wanted if I wanted to invest the time and money in doing so. I could learn how to fly a plane. I don't think I could learn how to shoot down a drone with a rifle. Mm-mm. I certainly couldn't learn how to jump from one mountain to another. <laughs> yeah. Or one of the things he does in the house. Oh, yeah, there's some stuff in there that's weird. I like that it says Chicago and they have a very obvious shot of the Sears Tower or the Willis Tower or whatever you want to call it. And it doesn't say Illinois. I think it would still have been the Sears Tower at this point, right? I think so. And in my opinion, it will always be the Sears Tower. Yep. It's okay to dead name buildings. No one. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> you're not giving the building a microaggression. Or Mac. Honestly, that's a macro aggression. That's not a micro. It is. Yes, I agree. That's just that's just an Uh, aggression. But dead naming somebody. Yeah, Yeah. it's not micro at all. Uh, I I like the we it it was earlier the the, them channeling Battlestar Galactica by giving uh, Jeremy Renner a flashback Van Dyke. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So so that we know we're in the past. Uh, but we before. don't see him deciding what he's going to do and then shaving off the most the Van Dyke. That is true. <laughs> no, we don't we don't see the shaving of the of the Van Dyke. That's not a good look for him. It's not. No. <laughs> I mean, is a Van Dyke a good look for anybody? There's a reason why I connect the mustache <laughs> yes, and the beard. Right. <laughs> like it takes effort to get a Van Dyke. Yeah, you you're, you have, you're to, have like, to shave very particular or that's actually not entirely true or if that's all you can it's grow. possible that's all he can grow <laughs> i mean i don't think no it is. because he had a beard he had a beard yeah that's true you can see the stubble some yeah. people with van dykes though that is literally all that's true grow. yeah <laughs> and I, I i give them special dispensation for that uh but yeah uh he that was a decision on his part to do that and mm-hmm. if, if you're not I don't a French artist from the early 20th century. I'm not sure why you're doing that. <laughs> like, it wouldn't surprise me if Edward James almost that is all he can grow. Yeah. It kind of looks like it on Adama. It, yeah, it does. 
Although there are times when he is shaving his entire face. That's true, but also it's possible. Like I can say, for me, for instance, I get hair on all parts of my face, but it's very patchy outside of the mm-hmm. goatee area. Yeah, and right. that could be the case for Adama, or honestly, it could even be the case for uh, Aaron Cross. And only when it grows long, it does it look fine as a beard. But it's not even that long as a. Never mind. No, that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we can still judge him for the Van Dyke, but that's how he remembers the doctor. Right. And he gets his drop car, and this is when he's going to try to find her out in uh, the boonies of uh, Maryland. It's a long drive from Chicago. It is. Yeah, okay, I can see what you're t- talking about with the Bates house, now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks decrepit on the outside. I mean, it's... it's A paint job It's, it's in need of repair, a lot but... of how bad it looks honestly yeah. like yeah. i don't think it's even in that bad of a shape i think just a paint job would paint yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A nice looking house though yep i wouldn't i'd like it yeah with the wraparound porch and yeah mm-hmm. yeah it presumably she's one of those people that buys houses and lives in them as she fixes them up to sell them Yep. Based on the <laughs> the one throwaway line which is like i don't want to talk about the house unless you want to buy it Right. But also they talk about the when they're trying to when they're trying to understand what happened. They're like, well, maybe there was machinery in the basement of the house that blew up or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was machinery in the house. Yeah. Aaron Cross uses some of this machinery. I really like the the staircase in this house. Oh, yes. This the the round. Yeah. That stairwell that goes the whole way up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's great. I like that. Yeah, I actually made the note here in this scene with uh, Connie and, and Rachel Weiss, whose name I've forgotten again, cheering. Uh, Marta. Marta, yeah. Like, they said that Connie's really bad at her job, and then it turns out, well, that's because she's Not faking job. it the whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a really bad of bad job of analyzing the so, psychological state of this person. In 2012, did people have landlines? Some people did. Okay. My parents did. My parents still do. Oh, okay. My parents have and, got rid of their landline before then. That's what I was thinking. And in 2012, I could see where she lives in Maryland not having the best cell signal. Oh, that's also fair. So, that's a possibility. Okay, but that phone, (laughs) that phone would not work with a modern telephone grid. Like we don't like just looking at it. That phone is Mm -hmm. that phone is as old as the house. Like there's no way that phone supports touch tone is what I'm saying. Right. No, no, no. (laughs) It's like those old phones that everyone had in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, it's not like that, but necessarily. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually uh, wondering where the dial is it. A pre is it because it doesn't even have a dial. It doesn't have buttons or a dial unless there's like something on the desk below it. Like it's and that might be because where's the cord plug in? So wait, where are you at here? When she picks up the phone. Oh, and she finds out that people are coming to the house. Yeah, like I'm I'm trying to figure yeah. out how this phone works. Okay, I think the cord does plug into the side does go into the side of the box on the wall. 
There are yeah. no buttons or a dial. This is the kind of phone you pick up and you're like, I'd like, you know, call for Adam seven or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You, the operator does the connecting for you. <laughs> right. As I'm saying, this phone right. should not be working on a on a landline phone system in, in uh, 2012. That's all I'm saying. I mean, do they have repeater phones like it fits the house? It does. I, I agree with you there. You mean like extensions where there's one phone that you dial, but a bunch of other phones that all you can do is pick up and listen? I mean, that's, that, that's what it looks like. That might. I think that actually was a thing at one time. That's why they used to call them extensions. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think that but could you just answer the phone from any of them? I mean, it kind of defeats the purpose if you can't. I suppose. I, I feel like it defeats the purpose if you can't dial from any of them either. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I would love to make a phone call, but I have to walk upstairs to do that. Right. Like, I don't know. I I don't have... But I do know that, like... Because, like, my parents always used to call them extensions when you had more than one phone. Mm -hmm. And that, that yep. like, presumably that wording came from a time when they were different from the other phones right i would think so yeah i, I don't know how to hmm. google this because i'll just get how to use like extension phones when you <laughs> right right <laughs> listeners if you used phones in like the 40s or something and you know <laughs> if there used to be different kinds of like extension phones that you couldn't dial let us know uh find <laughs> us on twitter <laughs> let us know yeah, I'd love to know what, what the deal is with that phone. Yes. That extension cord that she has over her sink seems like a dangerous <laughs> idea. <laughs> Wait, where do you see, when do you see that? Oh, when she's walking around talking to, you know, to the fake doctor. She has this long extension cord right over where the kitchen sink is. Oh, yeah. Complete with a plug, like it's a, an outlet and everything. Yeah, the just the presence of a cord over the sink wouldn't be unsafe in and wouldn't itself. be a problem. It's the connect. It's the, the 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 plug. Yeah, the the plug right. Yeah, I mean, still though, that's up pretty high. You'd have to. It is. I know, but I'm just. I wouldn't choose to do that if I didn't have to. But oh well, yeah, but presumably this house predates electricity. So. Well, I'm impressed that you can plug that in because that's going to be one of those houses that has two prong plugs everywhere. Oh, I'm sure there's one of those little adapters. Maybe at the end of one of them somewhere. Mm -hmm. She has a power strip up there, too. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I'm obsessing about her. Well, the power strip's up there because there's stuff. something up on the shelf that's plugged into it. And then there's the toaster mm -hmm. oven down below that's plugged into it. And then something over to the left of the sink because there's a cord that goes run, runs back to. The, oh, I think that's the lamp with the lamp with the person's bust under it is plugged in. I'm going to say this right now. She's going to blow out her fuse. But there's a modern cordless. They're absolutely gonna blow out the fuse just with that toaster <laughs> oven alone, honestly. I know. Right? Um, but there's a modern cordless phone over there. If you look, uh huh. Yep. To the left of the lamp. So I am even more confused about how the phone system works in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like. I'm not crazy about those glass door cabinets. I hate glass door cabinets in general. Like what? So. Especially like. The ones below the counter? Who wants that? That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, that's like I'm gonna hit I'm my gonna knee on my one of those too hard one yeah. day. And yep, yep. And even beyond that, just keeping them clean would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And also, 
Why do you want people to see in all the crap that you put in your... I put stuff in the cabinets so it's not visible. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the... I do like the wainscoting, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do wonder where that cord ends up is originally plugged in, but there's probably only one <laughs> outlet anywhere in this kitchen. And yes, it's probably a two-prong, and I bet the wiring in the walls is is cloth-insulated knob-and-tube wiring, Knob and too. Tube. Uh, so, yeah, just plugging a toaster oven into one of those things. And there's a there's a dishwasher there, too. That Yep. And an iron. Yeah. And a coffee maker. Mm-hmm. And something to the right of the coffee maker that I can't tell because it's blurry when she walks past. So I will admit that I went down a small rabbit hole watching this because... As opposed to all a, those other ones. <laughs> well, yes. No, I meant while I was watching it originally uh, for this. Because... She has a sheets magnet on her dishwasher. She does. And I actually looked up whether there was a sheets anywhere near where she's purported to live. And there is one in front. If it's Western so, Maryland. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. Oh, remember yeah, that's how sheets, far down, that's how sheets country for sure. But yeah, I, I was definitely like I was actually pulled out of the movie by the pres presence of a sheets magnet. DC is uh, pretty much the the like line of demarcation between Wawa and Sheets territory. I was going to say unfortunately they we have Wawa in DC. There are also Sheets around DC too. They, yes, but in in actual DC there are a couple Wawas. Yeah. And and Royal Farms, uh, but that's like a whole other yep. thing. It is. Do you figure she uses that Sheets magnet as like the dirty not dirty thing and like flips it upside down? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I would never have a reason to call a sheets. So I'm not sure why I would why I would need a sheets. But she magnet. could use that cordless phone. Uh <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, why would you call a sheets? Are you open? Yes, we're always open. <laughs> can you call a sheets? Surely you can call a sheets, but why? <laughs> There's not there wouldn't be a phone number on that magnet, would there? I don't think so. I need to buy this movie in 4K to find out if there's a phone number that she's the sheets magnet. <laughs> We're talking over just a giant action scene here. A <laughs> um, bunch of bullets get shot, get fired. Uh, everyone that's bad is killed. A lot of stuff happens off screen in the basement. Yep. Well, Aaron Cross beats the crap out of the one guy that he hit with the nail. I like I like he, when he, he jumps he up to the second floor of the house. Yeah, I'm trying to figure like so there's a weird thing where the sun hits the camera and I'm wondering if they did some sort of cut there. Oh, like, possibly. I, I'm 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 wondering if he was wired to do that jump. That would make sense. And then they cut it so that they, you know, they could wipe the frame or something because it was weird that there was a big lens. Yeah, flare. the second he climbs up over the gutter. Yeah, you're right. Because I found that impressive because that looked like Jeremy Renner coming up and doing yeah that, that wall climb but that's possible yeah they they cut to him yeah now that would make that's the only explanation for why that is there yeah yeah okay it's and i was i was thinking as i was watching it's a good thing that window was unlocked <laughs> so then he takes out all the all the goons and explains who he is yep and of course no marta doesn't have any pills why would she have pills no the pills are uh in Thailand. I thought it was right? Philippines. Or Philippines, yes. Okay. Yes. 
the um, yeah, she does not, the final assassin no is in Thailand. That's okay. Yes, I knew there was Thailand. Uh, I just watched this too, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this doesn't make sense. But what doesn't make sense? All the pill stuff. Oh no, we. I think it does make sense. I mean, it makes sense, but that they would be manufactured. Oh no 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 no! That makes sense. Just just what these pills do in general. Oh yeah yeah. That of course uh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Our um is cellular tempo a thing i mean i guess they're talking about metabolism in the cells which is obviously a thing sure uh there's a lot of gobbledygook about mitochondria that didn't make a lot of sense to me powerhouse of the cell but well yes that that part that is true well they just committed arson which seems unnecessary but is it arson if you're doing it to your own house i guess if he's not trying to claim you're not trying to something well claiming insurance fraud is a whole separate crime like, right. um, but you can burn down your house, I guess, if you wanted like, to clear the land or something. But... You probably need a permit, but yeah, it would probably depend on the state because, you know, the pollution and whatnot. Like in West Virginia, I bet they'd let you do it. Um, mm-hmm. Maryland, probably not. Actually, Maryland's a blue state. <laughs> There's probably there. They would probably violate um, various uh, environmental protection laws that are in place for very good reasons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it would be arson. I think there would be other crimes related to it, but I don't think arson would apply when it's your own house that you decide to do. That's, yeah, okay. That's a good point. I I like this scene. They're driving away and and Aaron Cross is saying, Okay, your your new name is June Monroe, and you know, you're from Bethesda. Keep repeating that to yourself. And my name is James. And she goes with it, and then she kind of pauses and she's like is that your name? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? You don't even know who I am. Like you're, you're my doctor and you don't know my name. Oh, he's five. That's right. Yeah. yeah they, they have to go to the Philippines now. Yep. But, uh, the reason, and we find the reason why he's so insistent on getting the pills is that the, the pills give, give you a, Oh, yeah, we find out the this is when we do find out that the physical pills are locked in. He doesn't actually have to take those anymore. Right. Um, And the the pills that make him that increase his mental acuity. In his case, his mental acuity was not very good before he started taking the pills. Correct. Yeah, we find out that his uh, military recruiter lied on his exam and gave him an IQ boost. Added 12 points. 12 which, points. Yeah, yeah, yikes. There's a whole lot to unpack there. Yep. That's, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll ignore for a fact, for the moment, how unreliable an IQ test actually is as a measurement yes. of intelligence. Uh, if it was 12 points lower than the minimum requirement to join the military, it's kind of terrifying that even after the military recruiter lied that he still made it the whole way through basic training and mm-hmm. into active duty. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a movie. We don't know that this actually happens in real life, but it wouldn't shock me if something like this stuff like this does happen in real life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he basically the, what it comes down to is the, the, the intelligence pills make him a different person. Right. So if he stops taking them, he no longer is that person. And 
well, okay, that makes sense why he cares so much about this. Yeah, so I don't know how reliable this is, but there's a thing on the on the internet, of course, <laughs> that, you know, giving the mental categories and, and whatnot that suggests that at least at one point uh, you were disqualified if you had an IQ under 81. Okay. So if he had 12 points under... That's 69. That's 69, yeah. That's pretty low. Mm-hmm. For an example, again, since we're using movies, I'll give an example from movies. Forrest mm-hmm. Gump had an IQ of 75. Okay. So you wonder how he made it into the military, now that I think about it. <laughs> they may not have had that rule then. Yeah. So I don't know if you know the story of Flowers for Algernon. I do. Yeah. So um, Charlie Gordon in the story before, like at the beginning of the story when we meet him, has an IQ of 68. Mm-hmm. So, if this if the, these facts are to be believed, he would be kind of on par with with Charlie Gordon. Okay, when he went into the military. Hmm. So, okay, for what that for whatever that's worth. And I'm not sure how much any of this is worth by us giving examples no, based the, on yeah. other uh, fictional characters. Yeah. But yes, but I mean that that's, that's actually sort of why that's why one of my notes said flowers for Aaron Cross because that's yeah okay the first yeah, thing I, I thought of you yeah. know like. Like, this is, they are deliberately IQ-boosting somebody. Uh, oh. It goes better for Aaron Cross than Charlie Gordon, but, you know, different story. In one of the nerdiest things I'll say tonight, I always get flowers for <laughs> Algernon and the Treaty of Algeron confused in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different. Yeah, one has to do with the Federation not being allowed to have cloaking devices, and the other one is, Correct. you know. The famous short story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. But no, that's a problem whenever um whenever it comes up in infinite diversity, I always want to call it the Treaty of Algernon. <laughs> <laughs> I also couldn't help but be taken slightly out of the movie when he's talking about the mystery flu and how he was infected by the military. And that's where the mystery flu came from. Uh, but yeah. Well, this was 2012. It was. I know that. <laughs> uh, we're talking about how they virally. What do they call they? What is the term they use? Viraled out. Viraled out. Yes. Viraled out from the, the physical green pills. Yeah. So they put whatever was in the pills in a virus that puts it in yep. the system permanently. And they could theoretically do that with the blue pills or the yellow pills. Mm-hmm. If you remember. No. The, well, the yellow pills kill you. Right. I think they were blue. Weren't they blue? Yeah, yeah, the blue pills are the, the mental yeah. ones, yeah. And then they talk about this. They use the term adhesion a lot, which makes no sense to me, but that's <laughs> just because they're throwing out technobabble. Sure. Uh, yeah, so, but Marta gets spotted in the airport on CCTV, mm-hmm. so now they know where she's going. That's really impressive. And I actually had to look up, because it didn't make sense to me, because when they're in the airport, which we find out later is JFK Airport, and they talk about how a flight to Dulles Airport is boarding or is delayed. And I was like, do they really fly planes from JFK to Dulles? And they do. Of course. They, why wouldn't they? I don't know. It seems like it's closer than it I guess it is. But yeah, but connecting and, flights. And, sure. I, I I have flown from Harrisburg to Dulles before. Well, that's yeah, that's to be fair. That's on a connecting flight. I have never been like, I need to go to D.C. I'm going to fly to Dallas. 
Depending on the traffic, driving from Dulles might be longer than driving from Harrisburg into D.C. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you can just well, no, then, take the silver it, line now. That's true. Yeah, I, I take the like... bus to Harrisburg Airport, then I take, then I fly to Dulles, and then I take the silver line into the city. I, I don't see any <laughs> problems with this plan. <laughs> Other than the fact that it would take me an hour and a half to drive to Shady Grove and get on the red line. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is the red line. There's nothing wrong with the red line. Yeah. We find out that his real name is Kenneth Kitsum from Reno and theoretically killed in action. So I'm assuming the handful of times throughout this process, like after he reveals his backstory, like there's a mm-hmm. couple times where he seems to freeze up and like not know what's happening. And I'm assuming that's to be yep. a sign that his intelligence is degrading. yeah that that his his yeah he's cognitive cognitive degradation or something right but like i'm not sure how well that actually works because he also see, like other than those times when he freezes up he still seems to be perfectly the same mm-hmm. person which yeah yeah like i'm not sure that that okay never i should not talk about how unrealistic wearing off the drug that adds 50 points to your IQ would be <laughs> because let's be honest. It's not realistic to begin with. <laughs> nope, it is not. <laughs> so never mind. I'll just stop that. <laughs> it can wear off however they want it to because plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she's recognized by the camera, but she's already on a plane plane to uh, Manila. How do they know the exact year and make of a car that they identified on satellite TV or on, on from a satellite image. It's an excellent question. I mean, <laughs> it's a 2002 Buick LeSabre. Very lucky that they haven't turned off her access to anything. Because <laughs> when they get to the lab in, in Manila, she kind of bluffs her way past the guard because they recognize he recognizes her and uh, her card opens all the doors. So well, I'm wondering good. on that. I wonder if. That's like not the same system. Like that's like a separate system just for that lab. Maybe it's when they do call the lab, the guy, the security guys, we were about to call you about this. So like they Mm -hmm. were still suspicious. So then then my other thought then would be if they are. Because like if they weren't at all. uh, Oh, she got the magic uh, 4S's on her boarding pass. I just noticed that Uh, magic 4S's. The ones that you get randomly screened. Oh, no. My, my what I was thinking was that, uh, you know, this lab was just doing stuff and they they weren't looped in on exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I think this would be fine. But they, you know, they know to call the CIA people. You think they would have found out about the shooting in the, in the lab? Yeah, maybe. But why would they? That's not information they need to know. I, I, I guess my thought, I, my or, I mean, they would have called ahead to this lab and told them that because they know where they're going. Mm. Or maybe it's just contemporaneous, like they figured out that they're in going to Manila at the same time they're already there. Yeah, I think that's what it was. OK. Uh, I think as far as the lab goes, I mean, because we see. They mentioned they're not normally there, like the lab does work for a whole bunch of different companies that all mm-hmm. that they contract with. So I don't think the lab. Sure. 
I don't think they it's not like they're part of that company. So they wouldn't necessarily right. know about something that had just happened at a lab in the US. Because mm-hmm. they're just the contractors. Yeah. And they don't even have pills there. Right. Because I I can speak a little bit from this, not from a pharmaceutical side uh, <laughs> point, but from a company that has does contract work in the Philippines. Um, <laughs> like part of my job is actually monitoring the, uh, the Philippine contractors uh, to make sure that they're actually, you know, answering calls and doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, they don't. I can say the communication that we have with them is only about their con- we is only about their their role in it like with very specifically we cannot tell them about anything else happening with the company or anything happening with a different contract or anything that's happening on shore with our employees like they only we only tell them about things that are are directly related to their job mm-hmm. okay makes sense and that's pretty st- my understanding is that's pretty standard for con- for uh especially outsourced contract work. Mm -hmm. They're not there for pills. They're there to get the virus to permanently make him. Yeah. And they've got the reagent or whatever it is they would use to make the pills. So, yeah, I'm just going to completely ignore how nonsensical this whole thing is. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) The guy who's running the security at the lab kind of feels like a discount John Favreau to me. A bit. Yeah. Actually, the first time I saw him like turn around, I thought he looked like Chris Christie. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, Chris, like a mashup of Chris Christie and John Favreau. Yeah, if Chris Christie and John Favreau got two mixed together, yeah, <laughs> and got an Australian accent. Yes. <laughs> okay, if Chris Christie, John Favreau, and Andy Circus all got merged into one there person, you go. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so they. They managed to get out. Uh, I it was clever to call the evacuation. Yeah. And then just get into the crowd. Yeah. And get the guy knocked down in knocked down the guy in the crowd and then call for call for help. That was smart. Yep. And he grabs the Rolex so that she can have money. Mm hmm. Yeah. Check off gold watch. So she rents a room. So I don't think this this other guy that they send her send after them is part of the group because it's Lark's three. Okay. And we already know. So it's Jason Bourne, Lark's. the sixth agent then, I guess. Maybe. Because otherwise we only have five. Were they setting up another movie? I don't know. Lark's is a beta two STEM program. Amped mission fidelity, minimized empathy, treadstone without the inconsistency, and outcome without the emotional Okay, noise. no. So treadstone and outcome are separate things. So who's the sixth? Yep. If it's not Bourne yeah. and it's not Lark's, who's the sixth <laughs> agent? Yeah, I don't know. Because we got Pakistan guy, we got Korea, we got the guy from the beginning who dies on the dock, we got Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. we got Aaron Cross. Yep, that's it, right? There isn't another one. Well, let's see. I'm I'm gonna go look up uh, the the cast here from the movie and see if <laughs> they get some answer here. Is there a Sorry. born wiki? outcome number six is the yeah, the, the black guy that dies in the docks is outcome six. Oscar Isaac is outcome three. The woman there is a born the, wiki. It's called the born directory. There you go. The Asian woman from Korea is outcome four and the guy in Pakistan is outcome one. So who's outcome two? 
We never find out. Okay, according to the Bourne wiki, Outcome 2 is never shown. Okay. So that's what uh, Bourne 6 is going to be about. Outcome 2. Bourne 6, Outcome 2. <laughs> well, Aaron Cross should come back for Bourne 6. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I was I was about to say, I guess he makes... He, you know, makes a lot more money per movie now, but, like, not... Mm. But so does Matt yeah. Damon. I mean, True. if they can do movies with Matt Damon, they can do movies with... <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy Renner. I mean, yeah, he actually did a ton of stuff before before this. Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah, yeah. he was around. Yeah. Um, First movie was in 1995, National Lampoon Senior Trip. He was. Um. I mean, he was in Mission Impossible before this, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yep. And the Avengers movies. Twenty eight weeks later. The first Avengers came out the same year as this movie. Yeah. And he had already shown up as a cameo in Thor before that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, he'd been around. I forgot he was in Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. That is an excellent movie. <laughs> it is exactly what you expect from mm-hmm. Hansel and Gretel Witch mm-hmm. Hunters. Yeah, so, he, I mean, he'd been around, and but, I mean, he's... Yep. The Avengers movies were what, like, put him on the map, and, like, the first one came out the same year as this. They were in development at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... He was certainly... Uh, he was certainly a, a a known actor, but he was not a household name yet when they were making this movie. Oh, I mean, the Hurt Locker. Oh, yeah, the Hurt Locker. Definitely put him on the map. So, yeah. OK, fair. I always forgot. I forgot about the Hurt Locker. Yeah, because that kind of, yeah. you know, won an Oscar. That came out in 2009. OK, OK. So he was already. Yeah, I still think he probably earns earns a lot more money, earned a lot more money post Avengers than he did pre Avengers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. He was uh, he's more well known in this than Carl Urban was in Born 2. Yes, he was more recognizable because he looks the same. <laughs> I mean, they can't just leave a loose end like that. We got to see a movie about outcome two now. <laughs> All right. So they find a flop house. Yes. Jeremy Renner's going to go through a very brief illness here. It's very. Cool. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, we get we see this footage of him prior to the being recruited to the project. Yeah, his like interview that where he's just mm-hmm. decided where they're choosing whether or not his to make it a candidate. Yeah. So is the implication that all of these people are of lower IQ? I don't know if they all are or just him. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's probably easier to get people with lower IQ to sign on to this sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, he wakes up in the morning and he seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. She goes out to get medicine and finds the cops br- trying to break down the door. So she yells and warns him. He gets... Yep. He gets away. He gets away and we have a very long vehicle chase. Yeah. Well, first we have a foot chase. I, I like when he jumps down on the cops in the narrow alley. And down that really narrow alleyway. Yeah. Yeah, I like when she hides in the little girl's bedroom and the and the and the mother freaks out. I like that was mm-hmm. a good scene, too. Yeah, this is a good chase scene. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why they had to invent this Lark's guy. Yeah, because he doesn't really do anything. He doesn't. Other than like chase, but so do the cops. It's not right. Yeah. You know, and we don't get like a I don't know what's up with that, but we get the motorcycle chase. Yep. The, 
takes longer than it should. <laughs> Aaron gets shot at one point. Yep. And so does Lark's guy, but he apparently is superhuman. Right. Because he just gets up and steals another motorcycle and keeps going after he them. He gets and... knocked down, but he gets up again. Ain't nothing going to keep him down. <laughs> You're going to make me put sub thumping in. <laughs> in, in, the, in the edit, aren't you? <sighs> Man. And that song came out right when I was in college at the right year. So like that that is that song is college to me. <laughs> I'm curious about the physics involved in this little car pushing the bus. <laughs> yes. I mean, it makes for an interesting bit where the bus is going to squish the bike, which it doesn't do. But yeah, and I like how after they like are in the whole fight and whatnot and Aaron collapses, the the mm-hmm. guy and the boy just are right there and she's like let's and she convinces them to take them on her on their boat which is convenient well because she gives the guy the, the watch yes check watch but it was convenient that they happen to be right there at that exact moment that is true and then we're we're hanging out say, in, that, would, uh, that would suck to get oh, sorry? thrown into that pole the way that yes the larks guy does i mean anyway yeah, you were saying. Yeah, and then we're gonna hang out in. Uh, they're gonna hang out in the area where they shot the man with the golden gun. Yeah, I was gonna say that looks like. Uh, that's. I think that's definitely Phuket. Uh, I mean, it would be in the area, so that makes sense. Yeah, and we find out that uh, Pamela Landy might get in trouble. Yeah, that's. I find that disappointing. Yes. Where they're like, oh well, we stopped her from disseminating that information it's okay now yeah and now she's in trouble yeah looks like Novosin is not in trouble anymore uh, we missed mentioning the part where we find out that albert hirsch has died right before he could testify yep and this is the scene that got joan allen on the poster i guess <laughs> i guess so this is yeah. the only scene she's in mm-hmm. and then the movie just kind of I'm guessing they put her on the poster to get people to go see the movie because she was in the Maybe. Yep. The movie ends. Well, it's because Aaron and Marta are sailing off into the sunset. Yeah. So to Moby. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I mean, not to be because I actually really like Joan Allen and a lot of things, but. I don't think people saw. You see Jeremy Renner and Rachel Weisz and Edward Norton on a poster and you're like, I'm not going to go see that. And then you see Joan Allen say, oh, now I'm going to go see that. I don't know if that But if you're a Bourne fan specifically, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you have to connect it somehow, right? Yeah, I guess. I had honestly, among the many things I had forgotten about this movie, I had forgotten how closely tied into the events of the previous Bourne movie it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the fallout from from Ultimatum. Mm -hmm. All right, well. I can't wait to no. find out what happens to Aaron Cross in the next one. <laughs> I guess they just sail off into the sunset and everybody heard from again. I, I mean, I feel like they should have like the Pirates of the Caribbean theme or something. Like, <laughs> this as they sail away off and with the map that he has or that whatever that thing is that he unrolls. Uh, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it's I'm not angry that this movie exists. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's it's entertaining. I'm not I'm probably not going to go watch it again anytime soon, but it's a good excuse to watch this again because I hadn't seen it since it came out, which is 
11 years ago now. Any further thoughts or final thoughts on this one? Uh, no, not really. No. I, okay. We, we talked about most everything. It, uh, it was a movie. It happened. Yep. It happened. Uh, I am interested to watch the next one because I, as we've talked about, I don't really remember it. All the, yep. other than remembering that I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same here. Uh, I, I remember like there's a weird car chase in Las Vegas, I think at one point. Okay. Um, take your word for it. And all the, I think all the usual suspects come back and I think Tommy Lee Jones is in it. And that's about all I remember. Yeah. I do vaguely remember Tommy Lee Jones. So yeah, that'll be the next Next time around, we'll, we'll finally wrap up the this year plus long. <laughs> not for listening, not for the listeners, but for us. Uh, but trying to watch the Bourne movies like a year and a half at this point. Yeah, yeah. And and your prediction did come true because Kevin McCarthy is no longer Speaker of the House. So <laughs> not the shortest tenure as Speaker, though. That that was uh, somebody in the 19th century who was only Speaker for a day. Well, he died of like tuberculosis. Or no, something, um, he? the previous speaker had resigned just at the end of the term ah. because he was becoming vice president. I think. Uh, OK, so it was another it was another person that was elected as speaker for one day before the end of the Congress. I see. OK. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's going to be a hard record to right. beat one day. License to Spiel will return with <laughs> Jason Bourne. Creative title. Creative title.